Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. Good evening. Are y'all tired yet? It's past your bedtime, isn't it? What time's your bedtime? Oh, it's past your bedtime. Y'all tired yet? Y'all gonna, are y'all going to be able to stay awake for my, my talk tonight? I'm watching, I'm watching all of y'all. Good evening. My name is George Hopkins. It is seriously a privilege to be with you this whole weekend. We're going to be together this whole weekend um, hearing from the word of the Lord, and I'm looking forward to it. Anybody know the theme for this summer, I mean, for this weekend? We've already mentioned it like 90 million times, and it might be like a big hint. What's the theme for the weekend? Beauty from ashes. Where do you think they got that from? Not me. That's a good question. That's a good guess. The world was like all blank and then God made it perfect. That was good. The world was all blank and God made it perfect. Um, Beauty from ashes uh, comes from the scriptures uh, from Isaiah 61. I want to read that for us tonight. Um, Just verses 1 to 3. We're going to be in those few verses all weekend. In Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3, it says, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes." The oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. So that's the verses we're going to be in all weekend. But to break it down and help you understand some parts of it, um, once in a while I'll tell you some stories to help some of it make sense. And that way you can get to know me a little bit in the process. And hopefully over the weekend I'll also get the opportunity to know you. Uh, So one thing you can learn about me tonight is that I did not know that Faith Christian Fellowship was going to be here this weekend. And I met my wife at Faith Christian Fellowship. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And we got married. I mean, that's why she's my wife. And uh, but one day, my first meal I prepared for my wife. I was like, you know, I got to win her over. I got to show her that I can cook, right? And so I'm in my house. I'm cooking some food. I invite her over for dinner one night. And as I invite her over for dinner, I'm trying to prepare some food. And I had started eating something called a guacamole. Show of hands who's ever had guacamole. Show of hands. Okay, keep them up if you like guacamole. Some people put their hands down. Guacamole is good. Y'all have, have guacamole toast? That's the thing these days, right? So I was like, I'm going to make some guacamole. Anybody know? You can put your hands down. Anybody know what guacamole is made of? Avocados. Avocados. Everybody knows that. So I knew that too. So I was like, you know what? I like this whole uh, guacamole thing. I'm going to make some guacamole for this young lady that I met at church. And I, I like her. I'm going to make her some guacamole and some other dishes. I made the other dishes. And, and I went to the store and I bought an avocado. And I went home and I opened the avocado and then I sliced it. And as I'm slicing it, I'm thinking... This is pretty tough. I thought guacamole was mushy. So then I cut it up, and then I start trying to smush it, and it doesn't smush. And then she comes over for dinner, 
And I give her, I don't even know what I gave her. I gave her the avocado, and she put it in her mouth, and it was like paste. And she had to teach me something. Do y'all know this? You got to let avocado ripen. You buy it. You got to wait like five days, and then it gets soft. And then you can make guacamole. I had no idea. Show of hands if you knew that already. If you knew that you had to... Okay, well, I didn't know that. So I made her a horrible meal, but the good thing is she still fell in love with me, and we still got married, even though I made her some hard, some chewy, I wouldn't even call it guacamole. I gave her some chewy avocado, right? <laughs> but what I've learned in that moment is that sometimes there are things that we experience that we taste in life, that there is more to it than we initially know. And I want to focus this weekend on this. And many of you hopefully know who Jesus is. You've heard about him. Hopefully you've experienced the truth of who Jesus Christ is. But I want to encourage you, what if there is more behind who Jesus is and what he has done for you than you've already known? Kind of like the whole guacamole thing. Maybe there's more to it than we've ever known. And I hope and pray that this weekend will be a weekend where you get a bigger understanding of all that Jesus did. So I want to read this first verse to you again. It says this in Isaiah 61.1, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. I'm just going to focus on those first few words. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. I want you to hear this. That statement in and of itself has made everything in your life, if you believe in Jesus, completely different. That one statement, the Spirit of the Lord is on me. How, Pastor George, you might say, I will say to you it makes everything different. If you read the Old Testament, show of hands if you've heard of Samson before. Some of us have heard of him. Samson in the Old Testament, the book of Judges. Anybody know what he was known for? Strength. He was a strong person, right? And Samson was a person everybody's trying to figure out where his strength came from. And everybody's like, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? And if you read the book of Judges, you'll see that every time Samson did something strong, there's a few words right before the act of strength. There's a few words. And it says this, the spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. And then he does something strong. And then you go down a few more verses. And it says, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. And then he does something strong. In the Old Testament, it would often say to us that the Spirit would come upon people and God would do mighty things to people in that moment. But this declaration in Isaiah 61 is not that the Spirit came upon me. It says the Spirit is on me. The Spirit stays with me. And because that was true for Jesus, you might not know this, but it's changed everything for us. It's changed everything for you. In the book, it tells us in the Bible that when Jesus was baptized, after he was baptized, he was led into the wilderness for 40 days. And after he came out of the wilderness, he was basically in the church with people. And he received the scriptures. He opened the scriptures, and it went right to Isaiah 61. And he actually stood in the middle in the presence of many people, and he read these verses. He said, the spirit of the Lord is on me. And he said, this has been fulfilled in your presence today because the spirit was on Jesus. I want to talk to you about some more food. Y'all hungry yet? We talked about guacamole. Anybody like, like pasta? Show of hands. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese, y'all like? What's up? Something's wrong with macaroni. I got kids, and macaroni and cheese is like popular for every like, person. Who, better question is, who does not like macaroni and cheese? I got one. I got a few. I got a few rebels. I got a few rebels. That's good. Don't let them judge you. Don't let them judge you if you don't like macaroni and cheese. What did you say? They don't like cheese, but they like the pasta. Let's see if y'all know how to cook pasta. So if you cook pasta, anybody know what you're supposed to do with the test when pasta is ready to be eaten? Your hand was really, really fast. What do you do? You throw it. Somebody said the ceiling. Somebody said the ceiling. 
You throw it on the wall. If you throw it on the ceiling, the problem is if you're short like me, how do you get it off the ceiling? A chair? That's pretty challenging. You throw it on the wall. And if the pasta, if you're cooking pasta, you take it out of the boiling water, be careful. You throw it on the wall. If it's ready, what will happen to the pasta? It will, it will stick on the wall. Y'all going to be amazing chefs by the time y'all go home. When you go home, you're going to be able to make some pasta for your family and guacamole. But you got to wait a few days to make your guacamole. So if you throw pasta on the wall, if it sticks, then it's ready. I want you to hear this. There was a man named John the Baptist. Anybody know? Anybody know what John the Baptist did? He baptized people, right? John the Baptist, he baptized people, and he was told, I want you to go, John, I want you to baptize people, and you will know at the moment when you baptize Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, the one I've promised, you will know who he is when the Spirit remains on him. It's kind of like that test of like, you'll know the pasta's ready when you throw it on the wall and it what? Sticks. John the Baptist would know who Jesus was when the Spirit would come upon him and stick. Do y'all believe me? Yeah, yeah. You don't believe me. All right, it's in the Bible. That's a good thing. In the Bible, John chapter 1, it says this. John chapter 1, verses 32 to 34, it says this. Then John the Baptist gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him, and I myself did not know him. But the one who sent me to baptize with water told me the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. John the Baptist would know who Jesus was because the Spirit would come on John and stick. And because of this, because the Spirit remained on Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God also can remain with you. Because the Spirit of God remained on Jesus Christ, it changed everything. And John only knew this because the Spirit of God remained on Jesus. There's some following verses after this verse that says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. But I want to start here because everything else that happens... Everything else that he is empowered to do is only done because the Spirit of God remained on Jesus. And because the Spirit of God remained on Jesus, the Spirit of God can now live inside of us and has changed everything. And you've hopefully tasted it to change already. But maybe you don't know all of what it has taken for that change to happen. I want to end with this idea. I told you that um, how to find out when avocado is ready. Anybody remember? How do you know when avocado is ready? Y'all can't answer all my questions. Huh? <laughs> Y'all going to get me in trouble. Your parents going to be calling RVR like, what did you teach my kids? They came home and threw avocados against the wall. You got to track with me here, man. You're going to get me in trouble. One thing at a time. So the avocado, how do you know when the avocado's ready? It'll get soft. You got to wait a few days for that to get ready. Five days. I don't know if that's accurate, but you can feel it. Maybe about five days. And then you can make, then you can make what? Guacamole. Now, if you're making pasta, if you're making pasta, pasta, how do you know when the pasta's ready? 
No, you don't wait till it's soft. No, if you're making pasta. Throw the pasta not on the ceiling. Because your parents going to have to get the pasta. Listen, I got to make a really good point. Really good point. Please, do not throw pasta on the ceiling or avocado on the ceiling. Don't do either one. Okay? No. So avocado is ready when you can feel it, and it's soft enough to mush into um, guacamole. Pasta is ready when you throw it on the wall and it sticks. I want you to hear this. What do you think the Lord might be ready to do in your life this weekend? I want you to hear that John the Baptist was told to go and baptize people, and you will one day baptize Jesus the Messiah. But you don't know who he is until the Holy Spirit comes and sticks. But what did John the Baptist have to do? He had to do what? Baptize a whole lot of people. And I don't know why you're here this weekend. I don't know if you were excited to come, if you were forced to come, if you were encouraged to come. All I know is that you are here. And I wonder if that step of obedience, if the Lord will meet you and encounter you in a way that you don't expect. My question to you tonight is, are you ready? Are you prepared to encounter and experience all that the Lord has for you? Y'all said, yeah. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Y'all heard that, leaders? They're ready. Let me pray for us and we'll end our time. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for your promise and the fulfillment of that promise. That your spirit will come and rest upon Jesus. That he would then go and accomplish great works. And Lord, how that promise being fulfilled has given us power this day. I pray for everyone in this room, Lord, that as we have declared loudly with our voices that we are ready for everything you have for us, all that you want to teach us, all the ways that you want to change us and empower us, Lord, we ask that you would accomplish your purpose and plans in our lives. Lord, here we are. We're ready. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Life After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.